So guys, this is our first in-person interview with my dear friend, Robbie. Robbie, seriously, thank you so much for being not only such a wonderful support, but you've been like such a wonderful friend. I've asked you so many questions during my entrepreneurship journey and you are just brilliant and I love what you're doing with your company and I'm so excited to also like be a part of your journey and again like you've just been such a great friend. So. Oh you're the best Phoebe it's such a pleasure um it's really been a fun thing to watch this whole thing come to life so mm-hmm. I'm just grateful to kind of sit down with you and talk through some books and ideas and whatever else you know comes up in our conversation so thank you for thinking of me and yeah it's gonna be a fun time yes we're here in his beautiful little studio sipping on some waterloo thanks Apparently. for thanks for all for this yeah. shout out <laughs> <laughs> plug plug i don't work for waterloo <laughs> you could sponsor us if you wanted to Maybe. uh so let's just get right into it are you currently reading something i am you know okay. what's funny is i kind of go through cycles where i'll dive deep into books mm-hmm. and just religiously open up a book in the morning and at night um and right now i'm rereading for i think like the third or fourth time shoe dog by phil knight oh good um, god been one of the most influential books in my life for sure and mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful because i can always pick it up and and there are vignettes that you can pull from um that you know, on, on down days, give me kind of hope and inspiration. Um, and on positive days, give me even more re-encouragement. So I've mm-hmm. really resonated with Shoe Dog um, and kind of rereading it again right now for, the I think it's the fourth time. Yeah, well, that book is <laughs> absolutely insane. Like, yeah. his writing was great. I don't know if it was... I don't mean to be like an ass. Cause I don't know, like, if it was Phil or ghostwritten because... Yeah. Like, what I just, what was so memorable, it was literally the first page of him, like, running in the Pacific Northwest. And I just, I loved it. It was a perfect opening. And then there's a story of him that's literally arriving in China, like, oh, Blue Ribbon. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How did you just do that? Like, it's so cool. He's absolutely insane. Yeah. That's also, like, it just totally kind of low-key aligns with, like, what you're doing with your company. I'm most definitely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so good. I've been a traditional athlete my whole life. I yeah. was always wearing Nike um, and so mm-hmm. that kind of definitely had a big impact on me. But even for, you know, non-athletes, even for someone that's interested in entrepreneurship or yep. the arts or simply like culture, yeah. Nike's been such a driving force behind our world mm-hmm. and the happenings in it for mm-hmm. so, so long mm-hmm. that it's just such a fascinating read to, to think about the origins of one of the most influential companies. Oh my God. I know. Honestly, I think that is an absolute must book that entrepreneurs should read. Yeah. And just to know the resilience. I know. It's really crazy. And it was so, it was perfectly imperfect throughout. Absolutely. You know, it just, it's kind of like the John Mackey story. Like we were just talking about. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, That resilience and just that optimism to keep driving forward um, in pursuit of your, vision mm-hmm. um you know amongst many many speed bumps along yeah so yeah that's kind of a long-winded answer as to what i'm reading right now <laughs> for the fourth time you're fine i love them <laughs> you feel the curtains Praise. it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a shrine it's a full shrine <laughs> gotta have this hair whoa whoa <laughs> oh my god so I usually like to ask this question kind of 
together because it's obviously very symbiotic, but do you have a favorite author and a favorite genre, or is it same author, same genre? Mm, that's a really good and tough question. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when I was younger, I binged the Harry Potter books. So J.K. Rowling was amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even today, I'll, I'll still cut. <laughs> Maybe this is a trend. I'm just a rereader. <laughs> um, but That's amazing. I mean, I love the Harry Potter books because for so long, they've provided me with such a unique escape. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you and I are both creative types for yeah. like to think kind of outer world, <laughs> you know, bigger picture things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I love J.K. Rowling's style. Um, yes. But I really have also grown to love the the autobiography types or mm, biography types mm-hmm. or um yeah i mean I, I love hearing stories from the author that mm-hmm. are real mm-hmm. um so memoirs are really kind of impactful for me because mm-hmm. that's kind of what i resonate with anyway yeah um so that's kind of my answer to you know the types of reading i like the yeah type, the stylistic kind of reading um and then a couple authors i guess in J.K. Rowling, and then also, I guess, yeah, autobiography types. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really doesn't really have to be one person. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I know it's funny because people are like, oh, what's like your favorite book? I'm like, That's bro, such a crazy confession. <laughs> right? I'm gonna give you like five minimum. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah, yeah, what? You're nuts. No, I'm not. I know, right? I, so I can I, I'd love to answer these or ask these questions back to you, <laughs> just to see how you've you know, spin, <laughs> totally spin. My curls start spinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is such a good one. It may revisit like what you're just talking about with J- JK Rowling, but almost a JK Drinker. <laughs> <laughs> but what is your earliest memory of reading? Mm. Wow. Another really good question. I know. It's like my favorite one, TBH. I was so fortunate to go to a non-traditional school when mm. I was younger. It was called Annalise's in Laguna. Mm. Um, many of my best friends today also went to Annalise's. Who went there? Jack Pillsbury. Oh. Um, Aliyah Moneta actually. What? Went. I didn't oh, know she... Yep. Oh my god, well yeah. that makes sense why she went there. Um, it, it was such a creative and artistic school. Mm. So, you know, the interesting part about Annalise's was um, in our different subject classes we were taught by professors that came from different parts of the world so you might be learning math but you're being taught by someone that's from mexico city you might be learning um history but you're being taught by someone from you know japan so it's this cultural and global immersion school that was such an amazing and influential experience um, in my life and so I go right there because there are times where we were reading on the playground or, or drawing and painting on oh the playground um, next to like farm animals. I can't do Wait, so, why? Yeah, I want to go to There's a few campuses in Laguna, um, but that, those are my earliest memories of reading and kind of that, not necessarily escape because I don't like to, I mean, obviously reading is an escape, but... Mm-hmm. It's more so such an amazing experience. It's mm. an immersion into a, a deeper story to help you understand, you know, yourself and also like your place in the world mm-hmm. in a deeper way. So I would say, you know, Annalise's was was that first impactful experience for me with reading. Oh my 
<laughs> like, Bob, why did you... I know, you got, maybe we can go back to here later. Let's do it. Maybe I need it. <laughs> so like an adult yeah, program. <laughs> what? Uh, let's go. God, I want to take my freaking kids there, farm animals. That's like what I'm trying to manifest right now. As you've probably seen on my Instagram, I like love ducks right now like i'm literally obsessed with baby ducks is this no there's this account i have to show you robbie it's called mother the mountain and it sees sisters that live on a farm in australia and it's literally like goats and horses and ducks and like they put like flower like that's what my profile picture it's like they put a flower on a duck's head like a hat come on they do that with like the goats and like it's just i can't i'm like <laughs> This is real. This, this is, is absolutely real. real. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it is amazing. It's so weird because I'm like, I love ducks. It's like, what? Okay, is, like, what kind of ducks are we talking about? Like, size of the ducks. I mean, first, like, they have, like, little baby yellow ducks, like, in a bathtub with flowers, and you're just like, <laughs> like okay. ducklings. Ducklings. Oh, okay, perfect. And then they have, obviously, grown ducks, like, black ducks or, like, white, I don't know, like, what they're... <laughs> type is but like just beautiful majestic ducks <laughs> no i just you're gonna lose it it is like i need a duck farm or something <laughs> like, I, I would say <laughs> you're like in whatever in your linkedin bio it needs to include interests majestic ducks <laughs> because i think it's very telling on you and i know it's like i'm so passionate about it it's like why uh, I'm like, what are your great. passions in life ducks <laughs> uh but so in terms of reading for like habitual purposes like do you have a way of reading like you dogger you bookmark you highlight you write i mean obviously you reread but do you have a way of reading Great, another great question. Firing them off. Um, I drive a lot for work, so mm. I'm often times in the car in the morning for a couple hours, and then in the afternoon coming home for a couple hours. And uh, so because of that, I've been listening to a lot of Audible. Mm. Um, whether it's you oh know, you're about to pick up, let my people go surfing. Matthew. Yep, I listen to Green Lights <laughs> oh on Audible, which was epic. I found myself <laughs> laughing, crying, like <laughs> in the car, hitting my steering wheel. <laughs> That is such an amazing experience in terms of a, a listen. I need to listen to that book. Oh, you read it? Horrible mistake. <laughs> People give me grief for like, oh, you listen to Audible? Like, it's not like bro, first of all, his voice. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like, So I would say that when I'm listening to audiobooks, mm. they luckily enough like have the bookmark feature. No. So you, can, you can essentially like save a snippet from the audiobook and kind of... Yeah, save it into your files. So I love doing that when I'm listening to audiobooks. Um, I read a lot of magazines, actually, like whether it be Fast Company or Ink Mag. I'm always like religiously picking those up. Um, it was always a tradition when I was flying like, in the airport. Yeah. I'd pick up a bunch of magazines that, um, you know, were related to the type of work I was doing. And in doing so, I would always highlight things. I'd always, you know, dog ear um, mm -hmm. pages to come back to to reference um, because, I mean, yeah, I, I love going back and looking at things that were impactful. Um, mm -hmm. And also, like, I'll, I'll draw inspiration from reading mm -hmm. and writing down my own personal notes mm -hmm. and how they might relate to what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And I'll just hold down my record button and actually just, like, record a thought. Honestly? You know? 
Yeah. So there's a there's a cool app called um, Notes. No, it's called <laughs> Day One. There's a cool Apple app called Notes. <laughs> don't give me that. I don't need it, okay? I know. Uh, there's a cool app called Day One, and they have a number of cool features on it where you can simply like record a thought, you can record a voice memo, and it'll kind of save it and lock it into a unique journal entry. Oh, my so God. I do that often. Like, say I come across a type of reading that um, might be ins- inspiring for marketing or might be inspiring for building a community or might be inspiring for what have you, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll reference it and write in my own personal notes like how it might correlate to what I'm doing. So like read this cool journal entry in blah, blah, blah today or listen to this unique excerpt from, you know, Yvonne Chouinard's Let My People Go Surfing. Oh. I love how they built a community around X, Y, and Z through blah. And that is something I'll always do. Ooh, wait, what's that called again? It's called Day One. Not called Notes. It's called Day so One. Oh, funny. I also don't work for Day One. <laughs> Not a plug. Too many plugs. Too many plugs. So that's kind of my style of mm. jotting notes or reading. I love that. Um, Honestly, I'm. actually like love to hear your opinion on it i was inspired by it from Aaliyah when i interviewed Aaliyah, she was like yeah i have like a book journal where i write down my quotes and i'm like that would be such a great dog-eared product where it's like a book journal to write down the quotes and there could also be like journal prompts from it yeah like how does this quote resonate with you how can you live out this quote you know i don't know i feel like completely yeah it can be kind of sick right i love that guided prompts based on quotes from books yeah, yeah. it's Go cool off I'm yeah all about it hell yeah so ooh, another good question yeah. i don't like you make that face because it, it makes me nervous <laughs> you're <laughs> like to gear up for a good response <laughs> <laughs> this well some questions are very inspired well just only a few because like you know, I'm an original, but, uh, from the New York times book review, they have great questions. So what moves you in a work of literature? Mm. Um, long pause. You're good. Again, I go back to the memoir thing Mm. because I mean, we're all searching for unique ways to connect as human beings. And when I can read a story that might be, um, you know, somewhat relatable in the human journey or the personal journey that I might be on, I think that that's um, something that really, like, moves me to a deeper, in a deeper way. When you say literature, are you talking, like, all types of... I guess, like, books, literature, the written word. Okay, cool. You know, I don't know if yeah. you're talking, like, fiction or nonfiction. Oh, yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say when I read something that is um, representative of the unique nature of, like, human beings, what makes us go, what mm. makes us, you know, so special as, as creatures, that really moves me. Mm-hmm. Um even if I'm reading a Harry Potter, for example, mm-hmm. right? Inner workings of personal relationships that are built mm. or, you know, the struggles of the protagonist and the antagonist and mm-hmm. how that can relate to the human experience that mm-hmm. we're all on individually mm-hmm. and also collectively. I think that that's what moves me because it, mm-hmm. it helps me think on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, as to, you know, how we're all just little organisms moving around as energy seriously you know, balls and, yeah. and trying to figure ourselves out yeah um so those are the most moving 
experiences in reading for me. Mm. As, you're, um, as you were saying Harry Potter, I'm like, oh, what spell I can use? <laughs> <laughs> I know, such a nerd. Yeah. Oh, back to the uh, guided prompts from Harry Potter. <laughs> from quotes is that what you're saying no like when you're like what i what i got from harry potter oh, you're like oh yes <laughs> what did i get yeah what? How spell to turn you into a slug right <laughs> when i'm mad oh uh, yes oh my god this is takes a sip closes this eyes. is fire yeah gets ready to answer oh. <laughs> last question oh my god Ooh. so what has been i'm sure you'll probably say the book I'm thinking of but what has been a book that's motivated you the most in terms of your creativity your drive your success mm-hmm. your entrepreneur journey honestly I mean there's another book that's been super impactful mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur in I call it the apparel industry um Bobby Hundreds read a book called this is not a t-shirt Ooh. Um, and it's a really really good read um, whether or not you resonate with the hundreds as a streetwear label um, or what have you, I think that that is such a compelling read because um, as the title suggests, this is not a t-shirt, regardless of what products you're introducing, regardless of what industry you're in. Um, it, it goes deeper than that. And by introducing an experience, by building a community, and by inviting your call it customers or consumers, into that journey with you, you can build a really unique um, company. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so moving about that book for me, This Is Not a T-Shirt, is they're offering T-shirts, but um, they're offering streetwear, right? But it was going much deeper than that. And like the, I'm going to grab it right now, actually. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. But the opening, like the intro, like I could you not, even when I read the intro, I actually cried. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Damn. I was like, wow, this is going to be a powerful Are you going to read it to me right now? Can I? I like start snotting. I know, right? <laughs> no, please read it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do also, it. Also, wait, why am I like Lord of the Rings when I look at this? Does movie? it look like Lord of the Rings? It looks like it. Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> we need the model. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. I didn't realize I was going to have to read. Back to, we maybe are back in school, huh? Back oh my God. Series. Let's start a freaking school, Robbie. Popcorn. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Okay, ready? Yes. This is the prologue of This Is Not A T-Shirt by Bobby Hundreds. Okay. On the morning I wrapped my profession... Eh, let me start over. On the morning I wrapped my proposal for this book, I sat in the pews of a Baptist church east of downtown Los Angeles. I wore my black suit and kept my head above the stagnant air. The 10 freeway reverberated overhead, doing out the yammer of a jittery city. Even on a Saturday morning, L.A. had no time to pause for young Jimmy Briggs, who lay flat and motionless in the, in the casket at the pulpit. His dad, the charismatic preacher, Bishop Campbell, stood over him. He called on God to sort out this misunderstanding. The congregants, although taken by his heartache, were callous to the circumstances of Jimmy's death. A couple of Black Panthers stood and called vindication. <clears throat> a mother wept. Here lay another young black man, gunned down at 21 while running away from the cops. I watched Jimmy grow up on my shop's doorsteps. He was a dark-skinned, handsome kid, always wearing baggy pants and a flashy smile. He loved skateboarding, and he loved the hundreds. So we put him on the program. Keep skating, and we'll keep you dressed. The funeral attendees see this arrangement play out in Jimmy's slideshow. 
He's wearing our brand across his back in almost every photograph, even on the program's cover. Uh, the photocopier's ink coagulates around this portrait of Jimmy uh, crouching down, proudly sporting one of our tees. For Jimmy and for so many others around the world like him, our brand has stood for more than t-shirts, stylish, ca uh, stylish caps, and warm jackets. Fashion revolves around art, design, and trends, while clothing is rooted in sales, marketing, and necessity. The hundreds, however, is powered by culture and community. We like to say, people over product. It's like your favorite music artist. You download the album, go to a show, and take home the tour merch to identify yourself with the musician's art and attitude. With us, you visit our shop, you fraternize with our followers, and you wear our logos to profess that you're down with the lifestyle. It's bigger and deeper than a gang. The hundreds is backed by a global army. That's why we're the hundreds, as in strength in numbers. It used to weird me out that kids would tattoo our logos and designs on their bodies. I felt responsible, pressured to not let them down. Prominent rappers like YG and Travis Scott have the atom bomb mascot drilled in their arms. Why? I've never met these people. Our lives are worlds apart. But our brand is a reflection of our lifestyle, and our lifestyle is why we've flourished. Our customers feel a sense of ownership with the hundreds. And if they believe we sold out or feel that we're making off-brand moves, the backlash can be sharp and unforgiving. The hundreds has come to represent chapters in young people's lives. For some, it's the entire story. Those tattoos signify milestones. Those clothes are war medals. Jimmy appreciated this. Uh, Jimmy appreciated this. I'm a good kid, he told me uh, uh, one afternoon after another of his long jail stints. I just get caught up sometimes with the wrong crowd. The Hundreds Los Angeles' flagship store on Rosewood Avenue was his haven, a respite from the clamor of life in South Central. Everyone called him Rosewood Jimmy, and I like to think he adopted our Rosewood crew, not the other way around. We didn't have a vote in the matter. I owe this book to Jimmy and to everyone else who's loved and lived our brand along the way. As much as it's my story, it's inextricably theirs as well. We're all in this together. Damn. So that's the prologue. That's the opening of This Is Not A T-Shirt. Sorry, I kind of stuttered in reading. No, you're fine. I'd probably do the same. That is, wow, he's a beautiful writer. He's insane. Yeah, he's, wow. a, he's, a, big, he's a big influence for sure. And so, you know, in terms of creativity, in terms of purpose, and in terms of, you know, like... The, the deeper kind of yeah vision behind whatever it is that you're creating like that just sums it up perfectly yeah right like that's whether everything. you're introducing a, an amazing you know book club for mm -hmm. avid readers and thought leaders or you're mm -hmm. introducing you know a, a consumer package good or mm -hmm. a clothing brand or whatever it might be right like mm -hmm. go deeper like why is it that you're doing it yep and think about the community behind it and um, how you can really change lives forever in mm -hmm. the process if your heart is aligned um and yeah so there you go there's kind of my answer i didn't think i was gonna read but that's what i got for you <laughs> wait babe i love it <laughs> i don't like never say oy is that something that they say in uh in where, where in la <laughs> mystic journey <laughs> mystic journey yes <laughs> I will low-key miss that job because pretty much what happened is my manager filmed one TikTok of me and it got like 36,000 views. What? And then, <laughs> what was it? She was pretending to be a customer and I was like, hi, how can I help you? And she was like, what's a good crystal for repressing feelings of wanting to like 
punch your family or something and i was like have you tried rose quartz like i thought it was so stupid and people were like i was like what the fuck and then she we just she wanted me to keep filming tiktoks for her what and then we just filmed another one which was like i have this dope rag and bone um leopard coat come on it is so toasty and so i took like a crystal wand and i was like like in the sunlight and then it went viral. <laughs> so she what the just, heck? It was so funny. You're calling right here. It was hilarious. I actually do. I probably need to get into TikTok and Reels for dog eared because people are like freaking obsessed with it. It's unreal. It is really it's annoying unreal. how like many things happen when you do one. And I'm. Just, I mean, I woke up this morning to a text from you, <laughs> like with what was it? Was it, it was a cat. <laughs> With some rap music and like a ski mask on. I was like, this is unbelievable. I literally said, this is how you start a Saturday. This is what we needed. (laughs) This got us fired up. It was the pregame to the freaking game. It just was. Oh my god. That's so good. (laughs) Dog eared TikTok. Let's roll. Hell yeah. Ooh, so if you could have an author write about your life, who would it be? Um, You're like Bobo Baggins. Bobo Baggins, for sure. <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't know. Damn. That's a, such a tough question. Because my life is still very young. Yeah. There's still so much to be lived out. Mm-hmm. Can I answer this question in a different way? Yeah. Um, again, back to the memoir thing. Back to the you know impact that those types of books have on me. I've always told myself that I'll be writing a book one day. Oh, amazing. And so I would say that um, I will be writing the book. It's not going to be easy because I've learned how difficult it can be to write about yourself. Oh, my God. Like, even, you know, in, like, dramatic moments, it's very difficult to summarize intense emotions that you Mm -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. into writing that Mm -hmm. um, can be, yeah, understood, but also, like, that people can connect with. I've, I've like really struggled through some, you know, challenging moments in starting businesses with, you know, like crazy experiences with people and all that stuff. I've, I've written about them and I've like journaled them in that same journal. Mm -hmm. Um, but like bringing all the scenes and all these vignettes together will be really interesting. Yeah. I think by having them on paper somewhere or in a, in a drive somewhere, um, I'll be able to look back on them and hopefully craft, uh, a seamless story about kind of the happenings of my life. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah. But I'd say, yeah. I mean, that's a lifelong goal for me. Oh, for sure. So that's my answer. I could see you with like kind of a, again, I haven't read Yvonne Chouinard's book, so I don't know if I could say in full, like I could see it like that book, but I could see your book like a picture book with like sketches and totally. like ideas for how your company grew and like I don't know totally and like your scribbles in your journal or something honestly or like Matthew McConaughey's book what? <laughs> I'm, not, so I'm not laughing because it's like uh, <laughs> it's going to be a freaking children's book <laughs> 100% it like comes with crayons yeah it's going to come with a package of crayons 100% because you're like yeah I can see you writing a book like with scribbles and like stick figures and like you know it'd be super cool <laughs> like so a children's book 100% <laughs> it's, like, it's like your sketches for Wilbo or like a stick figure. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it would hit. It would definitely hit. It's like a road runner. 
<laughs> You're gonna love uh, Let My People Go Surfing. It's oh god. It's interesting because it's more of um, not necessarily like a manuscript, but they talk about the way in which they've you know instilled a unique culture with Patagonia. You know what they've done to to steward sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it really imparts a lot of information based on their. Um, journey as a company, mm-hmm. what they've done and had success with, and what they've maybe failed at, and then also like what makes them unique as a as a business and their company culture. <laughs> so no one's hungry. <laughs> so yeah. Sorry, sorry. So <laughs> side note, BB and I laugh like twenty four seven when we're in the presence of each other. That's a fact. <laughs> like when we send voice memos back and forth, the majority of the voice memo is just laughter. Why is that? It's so great though. You know what's funny? <laughs> I like that with Julia. As well, like actually, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. There's just some people you just freaking Giggly can't help it. Yeah, let, let it go. Let it out, brother. Uh, uh, so, mm, <laughs> how has reading been a part of your life in terms of? I mean, I feel like for you. I mean, I don't want to answer the question for you. It's like, how is it? What is it? What role has it played in your life? There we go. I cool. summed it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, books are such a unique format to, to draw inspiration from mm-hmm. and just give give you a deep... Again, I go back to the connection thing, right? Like, I think that reading is one of the most important ways to connect with our world mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why it is. Because it, it triggers your imagination, you know? Like, other than... Or different than, you know, a lot of other artistic mediums right like tv um or even like you know listening to someone talk or listening to a, a song i think the beauty of reading is that it really fires your imagination mm-hmm. on all cylinders mm-hmm. and so therefore you get to put the voices to the names and the settings mm-hmm. to the places that are described mm-hmm. and i think that that's such a powerful tool mm-hmm. um you know, there's that classic expression in writing of show, don't tell, mm-hmm. right? So the best readers in my, or the best writers, in my opinion, um, draw a picture and allow you to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that, um, yeah, that's kind of something that I always look for in reading and look for in the reading experience um, because I'm, I'm kind of a creature that loves Information and inspiration. Yep. Um, you know, we, we love the word luminary in everything that we're doing because a luminary is not only someone that gives light to the world, but mm-hmm. also seeks light and inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing because in that and in that journey as a luminary, um, you're not only making the world a better place, but you're also, um, yeah, becoming a better person, like in the process. Um, mm-hmm. So, is a super powerful tool for kind of everything there that I, I discussed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Hope that answers it. Okay. No, that was that was great. Okay. Blabber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid. 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 <laughs> so dead. So, what books are on your to be read list? I just need to reference Doggard Book Club, and then I'll I'll have an answer for you. I need uh, I need some book recs right now. Oh, yeah. what are you looking for? Well, so as you know, I just finished Green Lights. Oh my god! Which 
it's like hard to follow up that book because like, and it's not hard to follow up, but it was such a unique reading or listening in this case experience that, um, you know, like it kind of, it kind of checked all the boxes for me. It was entertaining. It was funny. It was also emotional Mm -hmm. and heartfelt. Um, it was such a compelling story and you know, like oftentimes I'll, I'll balance out my reading schedule with, you know, books that feed me in different ways, Mm -hmm. books that feed me in, in a creative and like fun, um, kind of manner. And then books that feed me in like an information and like helpful manner, Mm -hmm. not like a self-help book, but like maybe, maybe it is kind of, uh, let my people go surfing Mm -hmm. because that is more, um, informational. It's like, Oh cool. Like I can actually apply a lot of this into my entrepreneurial journey. And then you have a book like Green Lights. It's like, you know, it's such a beautiful, like, escape. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful story that I can participate in. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that I'm looking for a couple books now to, um, to feed or to fill those roles. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I think I think that's kind of my style of reading. Yeah. It's kind of like having TV shows that you like. Yeah. It's like oh, you yeah. watch Shit's Creek maybe on, on days because yes. you just like, a, or, or you watch The Office. Or Bob's Burgers now. Or Bob's Burgers now. Yeah, you have those shows <laughs> that like are mindless in a sense, but are fun and like, yes. it's lighthearted yes. and all that yes. stuff. Not necessarily mindless, but lighthearted. Yeah, lighthearted. Fun, you know? Yeah. Then you have the shows that are a little heavier. Ozark. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. So fucking good. Oh my gosh. I, I'm a big documentary guy too. Ooh. And I'm, like Netflix right now, for whatever reason, which we do not need in our world, is so saturated with like murder mystery thrillers. Yeah, which ones? Have, I finished Night Stalker with Alec. Did you watch that one? I haven't slept since, so yes. <laughs> Absolutely fucking terrifying. That was the most terrifying thing ever. I literally, because like I listened to Crime Junkie. I don't know if I told you about It's a great murder is podcast. It no, it's on Spotify or like Apple or whatever. And. It's great because it's just 40 minutes and they get right into it, but they're fantastic. Like, that's a great scripted mm. and um, their score is amazing. Well like, produced. very, very well produced. Yeah. That's the word. Um, and usually, like, you know, I watched the Ted Bundy one and, like, I slept. I was fine. But, like, when they showed, what's it, Richard Ramirez, his eyes, I literally one. couldn't look at the TV. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so it was terrifying yeah so that that's oh. just like not cool it wasn't wasn't stoked well, on have a substance. <laughs> i actually haven't like dude i if yeah for those that have actually watched the night stalker oh you'll understand God. what i'm talking about here but it's just it's not, it's not what we need as i would say like in yeah, a world where it's know? super dark right now anyway and yeah like, a lot of us are cooped up in our homes i live by myself and so i finish that and i'm like checking over my shoulder every moment it's just Actually, you know, I'm the type of person that also watches scary movies with like a clicker in my hand. Like I change it when like the scary part comes. <laughs> Blankets, but yeah. So I, I do this. Gonna... You do no, you don't. I look, look through a hole in your you you build the hole in your yeah. hand. Oh no, you don't. Like I see like a little, you know. That's yeah. Cool. Okay, maybe I'll adopt that method. That'll help me. It's, like, it's so useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man. I can't. Uh, so yes. yeah, please actually. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm excited yes. for recommendations. I can I can give you a couple right now. So one that I have preached about on I may have told you. Braiding sweetgrass. That's an amazing one. Okay, I, I started I, listening to the audiobook. That's not one that you can listen to the audiobook of. Okay, because it's very scientific, but well, also beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. Like 
her writing and the way that she reads it is oh. so incredibly beautiful oh. that you need to read it. If you, no, you listen have to, to it, it. it, it might kind of lull you. Yeah. And you kind of might daze off. Yeah. So I'm going to buy that one. No, it is a stunning... Robin is a... It's like... It's like a mother talking about her child. Mm-hmm. It yep. is just... It reminds me of the overstory. Oh. You know? So like, Have you heard of the overstory? No. Oh, that one's insane. You're like, you son of a bitch. No, okay. So, okay. Yeah, onward. But I need Yes. Rest. So I have... I may have told you about this book. I have talked about it so many times. It is my favorite book of all time. So it's this woman named Jay Griffiths, and it's called Wild. And she takes a seven-year journey to um, earth, wind, ice, fire, and air. So, like, different countries that represent that. So she went to the... Oh my God, with the aboriginals in the outback for fire. You're kidding. You know, the desert. And then she went to an island called West Papa that's like not really recognizable on the map for air for like, you know, to climb the mountain. Then she went to the Amazon for earth. And so pretty much she connects the elements of the earth to the human mind. And Robbie, I have never been so moved by a book ever in my entire life like i that book has like 350 something pages i dog-eared 323 pages oh my god it is the most insane book i've ever read it is so so okay i can't wait because when people ask me hey what like what are your favorite tv shows like what what like all that stuff it reminds me exactly of um michael pollan Oh shit! Okay, cooked so obviously. Many yeah. So, book, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, Michael Pollan. Netflix came out with a four-part documentary series, um, adapted from his book Cooked. Really. Oh, and it God. talks about the way in which the four, Earth's four classical elements affect the way we cook and live. Um, so he does Earth, Wind, Water, Fire, and it's really cool. He does a similar experience where you know he does the fire experience. He talks about how we cook over the barbecue or wow. in pits through smoke. Um, and all that stuff. So that's a really, really good one, and mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So wild. Yeah, it is dive into. the most insane book. I'm trying to think, like, in terms of information or entrepreneurial or – I mean, maybe you've oh, – I'm trying to think because, like, I want to say I have read Think and Grow Rich for Women, and I loved it. Is it good? So I don't know if, if you've read Think and Grow Rich. I just think, like, for entrepreneurs, I just think it's just a fantastic... It's just really for anyone. It's not just about money. It's just about, like, just being truly successful as, like, a present leader. A leader cool. who is wise. A leader who knows how to make money and who's going to be profitable. A leader who has abundant relationships. Like, cool. it's just a great book. One of my best friends, his yeah. stepdad, that's like the most life-changing book he's ever read mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur. He, yeah. He's also an entrepreneur, but he said, yeah, yeah Think and Grow Rich is like that book. So, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. That, there we go. We're answering yeah. our recommendation. Hell like, yeah, right It's perfect. Wild and Think and Grow Rich. Yes. Um, I'll finish Braiding Sweetgrass, which oh, I know has been super so influential in your life. Oh my um, gosh. So yeah, I got my work cut out, cut out for me. Yeah. It's great. You do. Yeah, you do. A lot of words. A lot of words. So, it's so funny. There's, I shouldn't even just ask you this question because I was like, what, like, what books do you reread? Yes, that's perfect. We literally started the podcast out with that. The question should be, what books don't you reread? (laughs) Since I reread so many. You know what? 
you're like you're already like so clean not like i don't want to say minimalist Mm -hmm. but like your space is just so um oh my god like just like what's a word for it like you want it's not manicured it's not meticulous it's just so like it's just there's care so i feel like with your books and stuff i just goes with that because it'll always just be like yeah. <laughs> Clean and like. <laughs> I, dusting my books. I'm not OCD. I'm not. Yeah. I promise. You're not. I don't think yeah. you are OCD. I don't think I am. That's I, I, so I kind funny. of like grown out of, not grown out of it, but. I could see you maybe have being perfectionist OCD. traits. Yeah. But I think we all do. But like, I don't know. I guess I look around. It doesn't feel like. Well, I mean, it's just like your energy. I don't. You don't have this like. <laughs> We're in your, a room where there's no oh, furniture and like kidding. holding plants. No. Oh, no. Juliet just stopped the freaking interview. That's oh, funny. no, she didn't. Oh, thank God, because she called me. I was like, you son of a... Juliet. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. That sounds like the exact thing that little siblings should be doing. Yeah. Right? I'm sure my brother's called me 15 times, too. <laughs> really um, but I'll speak on that. I think that one of the things that I want to incorporate into my life moving forward is a sense of simplicity. And I really admire mm-hmm. those that live a simple life. Yes. And this is going to sound kind of funny but um i went to go pick up an order of sushi that i got the other day down the street and you know i walked in to greet the the girl at the front who was getting ready to hand me my food and behind the counter making our sushi was you know a a father and a son they're drinking sapporos listening to reggae music making sushi and like pursuing their craft i'm like these guys are the happiest they'll ever be like this is the definition of living a simple life. Like, you know, you, you know, like we really like to complicate things in our culture. Mm-hmm. And that's such a, such a lesson that I've really like learned. And also like when I, when I see those that are living it out fully, this idea of a simple life, um, being, you know, fulfilled and also just knowing and fully knowing what gratitude is. Yeah. Like, that's something that I really admire. So I guess like, I've recognized that less is more a simple kind of way of living is something that I'm really striving for. Yeah. So maybe that's why my space looks like this right no, now. No, you're fine. No, honestly, <laughs> yeah. that's, it's so funny. That's what I've been trying to do the past, like probably a few months. Cause, uh, so I may have told you about my mentor, Lisa, Yeah. but I also interviewed her recently. It's something that, you know, Cause there was a point Well, also like I wasn't doing so hot, like in a lot of aspects of my life, like probably a year ago. And so I was seeing like all kinds of people for like help. Right. And now I've like really simplified it. Cause I'm like, I don't need to see this person like every week. I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. And she's like, BB to be like truly grounded and wise. Like it's also just a simple life. Like just keep it simple. Like don't yeah, like, and I found that maybe you have too. like me as a very high energy person. I'm like, it's like my brain has like spidey webs going out of it and like sticks to all these things and I'm like no (laughs) it's like just chop it down and I mean that's even why like I'm selling some of my books because I'm like I can't Mm -hmm. this is just too much like I you know I did like a whole yeah I just yeah I mean yeah it's really interesting um in in like a slightly related way they also talk about the psychology of the world's happiest people Mm -hmm. and the happiest people in the world live in the smallest spaces yep and so there's something about the space that you're in Mm -hmm. the things or the objects that you surround yourself with right like if you have 
I don't, I don't know. It's also like the psychology of like uh, decision overload. Yeah. You know? It's like if you go into your refrigerator and you bought 16 sparkling waters. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. Like, what do I do here? I suppose like, okay, um, this is my space. Like I have my five books that I'm reading right now. And I don't necessarily need to hold on to all of them. I have my little space where I keep them. <laughs> like, oh. Mine are next to the cameras. Yes. And um, I think that, again, you asked me a question uh, via text a while ago. And um, I think that that's in many ways what I'm also most excited about with Dog Ear Book Club mm. is the opportunity to um, create just that equal opportunity for those that might be less fortunate and can't necessarily buy books all the time. And so I don't have Shoe Dog here because my friend Alyssa was like, hey, you know, like I, I just bought uh, um, Shoe Dog. Like, whatever like it should be coming like all that stuff like no no, no. like like cancel the order take mine mm-hmm. like take mine mm-hmm. and actually another shoe dog story because my dad was the one that turned me on to shoe dog mm. interestingly enough he was at fashion island several years back and you know after going around fashion island and all that stuff he popped into nike and um there was a young you know kind of teenager kid working on on the floor and helping my dad out and couldn't have been nicer and so my dad and this guy struck up a conversation and um after kind of you know several minutes my dad was like hey have you read the the nike story have you read shoe dog um and the kid you know shook his head no like i haven't i haven't read it like i haven't heard of it and so my dad was like oh you would love it like blah blah all that stuff and um you know, to the kid's surprise, my dad sh- showed up 15 minutes later Aww. after going to Barnes & Noble and picked up Shut Shoe up. for him. And so, like, I think that, like, there's something in that. Like, the gift of giving a story is oh super gosh. powerful. Oh, my God, And yes. so that goes back to the thing, like, you of giving books away right now. Because, like, think of the power that that holds. Like, you're you're inviting someone into a story that you know that they'll resonate with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's also back to like this sim- simple way of living like not yes needing, you know to hoard 55 books oh my god and like yeah. look, looking at like a book that might be sitting on your shelf collecting dust and you're like you know what being intentional behind it you know what yeah. you know who would really resonate with this book Julia or mm-hmm. maybe your sister Juliet like mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily matter but um, that's that's cool I think there's a lot of power behind that sentiment yeah oh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even what I love about dog-eared or what... Every time I have these interviews, it just reminds me why I'm doing it. It's great. It's... I think when we look at leaders as, you know, us, we're entrepreneurs. We're like, you know, we have role models. We have mentors. And I think... What's a shame is that the world puts them on such a pedestal, which I mean, they've been, they're amazing people. Like they've done incredible things like as they should be like, so, you know, looked up to, but I don't like how the world makes them unreachable. I also don't like how they've made themselves unreachable. And I think what books do is just really like it grounds us all. It connects everyone. And I think true leaders are present and they're generous, and they're kind, and every single person, obviously including you, that I've um, interviewed for Dog-Eared is just that, or at least, like, they, to me, that's what you guys represent, are leaders that are just so generous with their time, so supportive, and truly, 
I don't know. You guys are just like amazing. So I think books and are just such a beautiful way of just inviting people into each other's lives. Completely agree. Yeah. I love that, BB. Hell yeah, dog. Thank you. My <laughs> dogs. My Holy dogs. shit. Let's go. That's full circle. Oh my, God. Full circle. oh my gosh. Also, something I just thought about. So guys, not only, I think I mentioned it in like the intro of Dog Eared, how I was like, yes, Robbie gave me the... um you inspired me with the name dog eared so i have to i've obviously thanked you hopefully i have (laughs) such a bitch obviously i've thanked you (laughs) of course you have absolutely oh my god but literally dude that was the most i think i was sitting in my my room like sitting on my floor of my dad's house and i was like what? <laughs> like he just did. This is it. That's it. Uh, it is it so perfect. perfect. It was perfect. I did nothing. I just listened. <laughs> no, I listened to what you were trying to create, and I thought about who you were and who you are as a person. Yeah. And I just, you know, thought that it'd be a perfect fit. Oh my you gosh! Because you said it, and I was like, wait, what about that? Yeah. And you're like, because the first name was what? It was book pantry. A, just book pantry. Yeah. yeah. BB's book pantry, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Uh-huh, I loved it, but. but- um, you know, with what you're doing, I think that there's back to the idea of creating, um, more of, I guess, I guess creating more opportunity for people to interact with each other, mm-hmm. right? Blurring the lines between so-called leaders and those who are aspiring to be just that. So similar to me, right? One of my, one of my objectives is to really blur the lines between so-called producers and consumers, mm-hmm. um, so that there's more of an immersive experience and the relationship is um, developed after someone purchases a product from you. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, hey, thanks for your purchase. Have a good day. Like, follow us on, on yeah. social and, like, you'll receive an email from us. It's like, how can we invite people into the community in a deeper way that they actually become participants in the story, in the club or community, or in the brand, right? Again, mm-hmm. back to Bobby Hundreds. This is not a t-shirt. It's more than a t-shirt, right? This represents more than what the brand is. This is strength in numbers. This is a this is a life and a shared set of values that we all have. Um, so, you know, like I loved it. And I think that that's what's so inspiring about what you're creating is you're going to build out this platform and community that will allow for, you know, amazing relationships to, to blossom mm-hmm. um, around amazing ideas and thought and impact and what have you so yes yeah love it happy to be a part of the journey in any way possible oh my gosh you yeah. are the best and what i was oh my gosh i was trying literally was you were talking i was like what the fuck was i gonna bring up what i remember <laughs> is i'm like so freaking pumped about this so like i think i told you about this guy i interviewed him joe burke yeah you told me about him epic i, I literally was so fired up i was like i'm freaking out so one of the things he mentioned is he was like, do you know what a double dog ear is? I'm like, what are you talking about? Come on. And it's like, just like another fold. He's like, have you done a triple dog ear? And I was like, what? Like, oh, I was, actually have seen that. I was just, my mind. <laughs> Next thing you know, the book's a paper airplane. It's like, flies <laughs> yeah. away. It's like, totally. it's like a birthday card to start singing. <laughs> I was like, what? But Double dog ear. Yeah. It, that, so I'm. That is, will be a rate for my books. What like, about double dog ear dares? <laughs> oh, what would I dare people to do? Though? That's it. <laughs> double dog ear dare. <laughs> need that. that would be so perfect. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear that mm-hmm. conversation. Mm. Sounds Absolutely like mental. Really good one. Mental. Honestly, this one is 
pretty fire too. I'm like okay, really I'm enjoying ready. this. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm ready. So if you could gift someone a book, what we just talked about this is great. Um, that's awesome. Who would it be to, and what would the book be? Oh man, besides the person you already did, but like you know, with someone you'd be like, oh. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm. I need to think, like, you and I are both very intentional people. Yes. And we also don't like to be the types of people that offer up information or inspiration or whatever unsolicited. Yeah. Right? Like, if someone's like, hey, BB, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> here's this book. Like, read it. Yeah, ew. Like, if you, it's, for example, if you hand someone a book and it might be a self-help book, Back, they might take it the wrong way. Yes. Or if you hand someone a book that might just, you know, be coming out of a struggled first business and it's Think and Grow Rich or it's How to Start a Business 101 or How to Start a Business for Dummies 101. Oh I don't know. God. Maybe people yeah. take it the wrong way. So I think that, you know, we're both really intentional in the way that we um, offer support for people in our lives or simply like how we are as, as friends. Um so, I I don't know off the top of my head um, who I would gift and what book I would give. Um, even though we just had this conversation, like I need to, I need to think about it. Maybe I'll come yeah. back to this question. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no, it's a very no. You. I mean, I guess I gifted my dad green lights. Oh. So I gifted yeah. him that because I knew he would really enjoy that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's my answer right now. Sorry for a lame answer. No, what? That's not even a lame answer. (laughs) So what makes you dog ear a page? Um, again, back to the, to the idea of when a, a, a piece of writing or literature speaks to me on a deeper level Mm. that helps me better understand myself Mm -hmm. and my place in this world. Mm -hmm. I think that however that might present itself, when I kind of come across a type of reading that um, does just that, I'll book here the page to go back to it because, or book here, dog here the page, dog here the page, and come back to Waterloo's it. Waterloo, goodness. I promise it's not spiked. <laughs> promise you, even though it's Saturday and it's beautiful out. Um, yeah, those are the those are the pages that I mm. dog here for sure. Or even if it's like funny or like a funny oh hell thought, yeah, like all the time I'll, I'll I'll dog ear, you know, fun pages that mm-hmm. just stand out like. The remarkable pages, right? Oh, Worth making gosh. a remark about. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> those are those are the pages. Yeah. Um, and like you, I, I tend to, to dog ear Yamada pages mm. for oh, sure. That's incredible. Okay, so we're getting down to oh my god, the last couple questions. Love that. So, why do you read? Um. Yeah. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it's really one of the most unique experiences in terms of transporting us into a story, Mm -hmm. um, giving us the opportunity to use every sense and every piece of our imagination, right? Like again, back to the idea of an author painting a picture and letting you finish it 
you get to put voices to names. You get to put the settings to places. Um, you get to put the taste to food or drink mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, right? Or the the sound of someone's laughter, the sound of someone's tears. Like mm-hmm. that's such a beautiful thing because um, in in reading and in in participating in this experience, it gives you a deeper ability to be present in your everyday life mm-hmm. when you get to live out those moments and you can have that sense of consciousness in those moments to to pick up on laughter emotion feelings um sights and sounds that we often take for granted in today's mm-hmm. world because it's all so you know saturated like mm-hmm. it's so easy for us to just simply look down at our phone but you know when we look up and say we're waiting for a coffee or something and strike up a conversation um with someone and we recognize something about them that's unique like i think i draw a lot of inspiration from reading because in reading i'm, I'm being forced to use my imagination yep so then when i apply that into the physical sense and into my everyday life it helps me really like be more attuned to those little details that make life so fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. And make people and the human experience so fun and interesting. Yeah. Right? Whether it be the color of your eyes, the sound of your laugh, um, you know, what you're wearing. Like that's why I actually on a deeper level it resonate with clothing so much because mm. it's the purest form of expression. Mm. It's just everything about who you are and mm. how you see yourself in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so beautiful because mm-hmm. you walk mm. into a room and, you know, right away it gives you an understanding as to who this person might be totally how they view the world yeah how they see themselves in it so yeah these are little things that i really draw from my reading experiences and try to apply in my everyday life um because we've lost an ability to be present and be um, intentional Mm -hmm. in everything that we're doing so Mm -hmm. yeah there you go Oh, I really like that answer, and especially with clothing. It's like it's almost like a thing like, oh, yeah, I kind of already knew that, but, like, you just made it even, I don't know. It just makes so much. Like, I think even think about myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, my leopard coat. Like, yeah, that's so me. Right. <laughs> I could not be more me and, like, you know? my style. You know, I – it's it's so sad. There's, there's a lot of girls I know that are like, oh, I can never pull that off. It's like – you could pull anything off totally. if it's literally just confidence. It's an extension of our skin. Oh my right? gosh, 100%. The comfortable in your skin. Yeah. Your clothing is an extension of your body and your skin. And so yes. therefore it's perfectly telling as to who you are. Yes. And like that's why I think it's so fun. It's we're Oh my gosh. We're in a movie every day. Like not to get super deep and, you know, What's that? There, What's that show or that movie? With Jim Carrey, the Truman the Show. Mask. Oh, the Truman <laughs> Show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Such a banger. Jim Carrey has so many epic movies. Um, but yeah, that's what's so cool. We're, we're, you know, when we go into our closet, it's like, okay, wardrobe, like, take five. Like, here we go. Take five. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we dress up and we come out Your plants are like, hooray, and- <laughs> I'm in my stay. <laughs> and that's what's so cool about it, you know? Um, not to say that we're always wearing leopard coats and mm-hmm. Speedos, but when we do, right? Like... <laughs> How much would you like, pay to see me walk up to a coffee shop? Oh, yeah. With, like, rollerblades on. It'd be fire. It'd be like, you know what? That guy's living life. 
That guy is he's, absolutely He's living. doing it all right. He's, he gets it. He's made all, Winner. all the best decisions. Barista hands him a free coffee. It's like, thanks, Bill. It's like, that guy's winning. <laughs> yeah, <It's>, totally. <laughs> Does like the hockey stop. Hockey stop. There's like no way you can't not look gay, like, gay yeah. when you do it. I'm not saying yeah. that. I was like, dude, my gay friend, I'm literally obsessed with like my gay queens and the kings. Best. But like, if a... You do it, you're like, all right, like you're sticking the booty out. Like, honestly, out. it's just sass all the time. Sass. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna be I'm ready. so that guy. Oh my God. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and no, I definitely heard that from a really hysterical comedian. He's like, I had to stop because my my parents literally thought I was like gay. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like that's not fair. Rollerblading's ever. There's so many people in my neighborhood that rollerblade. Dude, it's that's so Very sick. Yeah, I don't know. Was this like offense? Was that like offensive? What me? You know, no, me thinking that like oh, like that you like look gay when you hockey stop, but it's like no, like no, it's just like. So it's, yeah, there's like other things that you can talk about. Like might be a little interesting you know, in terms of like body expressions. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's like, okay, I thought it was like funny, but then I was like, oh my god, am I like offending people? No. Okay, good. I mean, you didn't offend me. Okay, yeah. good. I just so. didn't want to, like, I literally have, like, five million gay guy friends. I was like... Totally. I feel like Same. they would be like, yes. Yes, queen. Let's <laughs> yes, go. Queen. Totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Ah, uh, so, last question. Boom. Honestly, tear. This has been, like, such it's a great... It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. So, Robbie, you've, we've been friends for... Like, we've known you since high school, but I would say, like, after high school, that's when we became, like, really good friends. You have been with me on my entrepreneurial journey. We have shared such amazing artistic and, like, hilarious moments together. And I think we've both seen each other kind of grow as entrepreneurs as well. So what is a book you'd recommend for me to read? Oh, wow. What? This, This is the question that I couldn't answer earlier. Like, what book would you give to someone? <laughs> this is this is going to be another thing where I just like, oh, I can't answer. I don't know. Um, have you read Sapiens by... You motherfucker. It's yeah. on my nightstand or like on my bookshelf and I need to read it. And Alec is like, BB, yeah, what are you doing? Right now, it's epic. You, okay. you, you need to read it. And then Homo, uh, Homo Deus. Homo, yeah, I think it's Homo Deus is the next one. There's Sapiens and there's... Yeah, I forget what his follow-up is. But those are just profound and I think that someone you know like you who really dives deep into uh, a reading experience that is just that profound makes you think in such Mm. a deep way and makes you question your existence makes you question the world and the happenings in it like he hits on a brief history of mankind, right? That's what we call it. A brief oh, history of mankind. Yes, and yeah. so it just talks about this human experience. Mm-hmm. It talks about this human journey that we're all on. It talks about the history of, you know, our ourselves and our culture and like how all of this has come to be and also where we're going. You know, mm-hmm. he puts together a series of of hypotheses for or hypotheses, whatever whatever mm-hmm. that would be. Um, for you know where we might be going. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Um so I would say that off the top of my head, I don't know why I just pulled that one out, but I read that one my senior year at Cal, mm. and that one was, but it's also 
a book that you might have to read a page three times over again. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's so deep and it's so, you know. Yeah, it's dense. It's so dense that I found myself doing just that. I'm like, wait, am I like, am I like not reading this? Why, why am I not understanding this information? Mm-hmm. And I ha- would have to oftentimes reread a page to really let it sit. And I have to pause. So I think that in terms of a deep and like profound reading experience and something that will really inspire you, Sapiens is a good read. Ooh, God, I love that. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I think, well, first I didn't read it because I dated this guy like three years ago and, or like, no, not three, like two years ago. And it was just like, ugh, like it just ended not great and it was a book he gave me for christmas and i was like ew no Uh." i almost threw it away and my friends were like baby no like that's like a really nice book it was sapiens yeah it was sapiens oh so it's sitting collecting dust at your house it's sitting and then you know obviously i've gotten over it because you know you one mature and two you're like okay i'm just gonna obviously disconnect myself from it's just an object yep now you know yep um and yeah i just know i've it's funny. It's almost like I... Well, one, I'm, I don't know about you, but, like, I'm such a mood reader. Mm-hmm. I really look at a book. I'm like, you know, yeah. And it's so funny. I feel like right now it's... I'm reading... I read multiple books at a time. Yeah, same. And they're all... I'm, they all happen to be, like, not really, like, self... They're all non-fiction. They're, like, pretty much all autobiography, kind of. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I'm not really, like, reading a fiction book. And they're all kind of, like, self-discovery, self... I don't know, like, Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. Mm. Um, I'm reading a book Gemma's posted a lot. It's called Tea Medicine. Cool. It's, like, this ancient... Yeah, yeah, it's just... It's, like, about this ancient tea master that's sharing his wisdom about tea. And how it connects you to your soul, to the world, to the planet. It's amazing. And then I'm reading... Mm. Uh, it's called Lifelines. It's what it's. I she's my first interview. Her name's Melissa Bernstein, and she, her and her husband have like a multi-million dollar toy company. Are you kidding? She's she's amazing. Marina Paul and I are in her book club. Oh, cool. So that's how like it was kind of this whole thing. But Marina was like, "You should join this," and I was like, "Hell yeah!" So that's her book. Awesome. And it's like she the way she coped with her she had ex she has existential depression. So mm-hmm. the way she coped with it was rhyming verses. Oh, wow. And it's just, like, this beautiful, like, it's, like, very image-heavy. So, it's obviously her writing, and then it goes into her verses. And then, what is it? I'm reading this, like, Leo Buscagalia. It's, like, called Love. But, yeah, I'm like, wait. I, it's, like, it's almost, like, too much. Like, okay, well, yeah, I feel. Not fiction, right? I know, right? <laughs> so, I need to, like, space it out. I was going to say, have you read Man's Search for Meaning? No, but I need to read that book. Okay, what about oh, The Power no. of Now by... Eckhart yeah, Tolle. I read that. Like, actually, my, my ex gave me that book. Hey. And I read it in, like, two days. But I think I need to read it again. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Four Agreements. Yes, of course. Yep. Yes. Um, so, yeah, those are all kind of in that category. So good. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, where you kind of dive into a, a genre of reading. Yeah. And, like, it just is... It's reflective of where you are in your life. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah and yeah so maybe a little little balance yeah i feel like i need some because i don't know again because i like was in an airport i saw think like a monk i'm obsessed with jay shetty and i was like oh i need to get it and i started reading it and then i'm in this book club and i'm like oh i need to read it and then you know Gemma's like you have to read it and i was like okay i'll read it and i'm like oh my god (laughs) 
Totally. That's great. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Like there's not enough minutes or hours no, in the day. No, to... and that was no. I I think I told you you were like the first person. I sent it to you. I talked to my dad, and then I talked. I sent it to Marina. And then I talked to my. I think I told you about it. My web designer Ashley. Yep. Who was dog-eared? I was like, being an entrepreneur is crazy. I literally don't have time to read a book. It'll it's figure, like, what is happening right now? Yeah, the most difficult <laughs> part I'd say about an entrepreneur or like being an entrepreneur is that you you don't have that call it window mm-hmm. on which you need to be on and off mm-hmm. it's not like oh, okay cool here we go I'm, I'm starting my clock great like i check out of here at five and that was the biggest thing that i had to realize or, or figure out being that i dove right into this entrepreneurial journey after after college mm-hmm. so i didn't have a metric as to what healthy working hours are i was just always on was oh always my working. god yeah like you know, I, I would wake up in the morning and I'd dive right into work and I'd work all day. I'd take a break in the afternoon to either like, you know, work out or do something. And then I'd eat dinner and I'd, I'd go back and, and, you know, work at night. And like mm-hmm. I was living with my parents, so it was kind of my escape anyway. But I'd like grab a glass of wine. And it was like almost like my nighttime ritual, kind of like tea. Oh yeah. And like that's where I came up with like the fun little, you know, uh, um, like name for a wine, right? It's like if I have my morning cup of joe, like what if you had like your nighttime joe, right? And it's like this kind of nighttime ritual like around whether it's tea or like a glass of wine or like sitting by the fireplace and like these routines mm-hmm. um, around you know life or play or work. Um, but that was one of the hardest things is to find a balance. Oh my goodness, yeah. Because you have to figure it out yourself. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And it's like making time your ally. Yeah. I think like making like I think one of the biggest thing is like my morning routine like my yeah. routines are like oh because like, it's so easy to go throughout your whole day and you end it and you're like I did not get one moment to myself totally. and it is like yeah these like my routine I'm just like okay I am like ready it's like I brushed my teeth but it's like yep for my everything like my mind body and yeah, spirit it. yeah I know it's it's so interesting and it's what was it? I'm Lisa was saying, she's like, no, your Mondays are your Saturdays or your Saturdays are your Mondays. Yeah. Like you just, it just, but honestly, I wouldn't want it any other way. I know. Right? Like literally, what was it? I was with Taylor Capritz the other day. We were having like a work day and we were walking the, we took a beach break and walked on the beach. And I was like, honestly, like this is why I want to be an entrepreneur. Cause I can like go walk out of my house or no, you know, my mom's house, not yeah. my house, and go to the beach right. for like an hour or like 30 minutes and just take a hike. You know, I'm not stuck like totally. in an office or something and, or, you know, eventually I'll be able to be home with like my kids mm-hmm. and I'll be, we, we'll be able to travel and like we can work from like anywhere we want. Completely. And I don't know. I just, it's like a whole different way of like dynamic yeah. living. It's also really radical to watch as our generation is diving deeper into the entrepreneurial journey. Oh my God. And really, you know yeah posing a counter to this traditional mm-hmm. way of work mm-hmm. um so it's gonna be fun to watch as all of us continue to go down our unique entrepreneurial paths and, and do amazing things and kind of reshape and reimagine work culture oh my gosh and the yeah bounds in which it happens oh my god and i also think like definitely redefining success too uh-huh. like i like my dad has someone you know he's like at least his belief is like okay i feel like you should work at a company 
be promotable, like work there for five years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm literally doing none of that. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> like I'm doing none. And like, yeah. you have to <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like success is just so different nowadays. Thank God. Yeah. It's oh really my different. gosh. Yeah. Really different. So, yeah, I love that. Well, I'm so excited for you oh on this gosh. journey. And, you know, again, as I always tell you, I'm happy to be happy and grateful to be a part of it in whatever capacity. And oh. really excited when the time is right where we can kind of gather the community physically. Oh, my goodness. um, Oh, my God. We'll have to do, like, a collab or something. Yeah, when the world goes back to, you know, allowing it, we'll we'll really have some fun experiences. We can do a little thing in my backyard even if we want. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Get a book pinata and uh, maybe a taco truck, and we're on. So in. Oh, my God. A book cake. Book it just all books. <laughs> it's, like, whose birthday is it? It's like that's it's this books actually. It's this it's books. It's this books. Oh my god! Uh, well, Rob, thank you so much for absolutely taking the time to speak with me on this. Being such a wonderful, um, just it's like you're not like it's not like okay. You're obviously like a dear friend, totally. but you've been someone who's been. You've kind of, like, mentored me here and there. Like, I don't know, like, what to call it. Because you're not, like, I feel like mentors are, like... Right. Like, don't compare me to, like, your shaman that, like, walks <laughs> in with, like, a, a freaking robe. <laughs> or whatever, like... He's I'm actually, not, like, none of those things. super normal. <laughs> Hello. But, like, you... His name's actually Steve. He works at, uh... <laughs> no, his name's Steven. His name's Steve. His name's Steven. I'm a shaman because I just guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really strange but yeah he's... no i'm just i just don't even put me on that pedestal i'm, I'm just so happy that we've really formed a unique relationship yes. in our older years and older can yeah years. Our older years I know. and can you know share in many of the beauties of life like whether it be reading oh or you know starting a business or yes. whatever it might be yes like, just always grateful to have you by my side oh so, thank, thank you. you so much you're the best oh.